how I'm a ride to be. Let the vocals out, now you witnessing a survivor speak. I done messed around and went viral right from my driver's seat. Dislike what the industry was containing. I'd rather make a difference instead of hating, complaining. So let me park the whip, it don't matter, rapper or model chick. Seeker or comedian, perfect, let's park in politics. Hey, let's park in politics. Welcome to the pullover, let's park in politics. This the pullover, let's park in politics. I say this the pullover, let's park in politics. Yeah, that's it right there, right there. We parking in politics in the night. You know what I'm saying? Sounding real good over here. What's going on, everybody? How y'all feel tonight? Lockout Man back at you with the Lockout Man podcast show. Welcome to the show, everybody. Y'all can come in whenever y'all feel like coming in, but when y'all do, just make sure you hit that like button. I'm just saying that like button shows YouTube that you guys messing with me. It, hey, hey, just just hook a brother up. That's all it is. Good times, good conversations, good people. That's what it's all about over here. This is where we park in politics with all our guests tonight. And tonight's guest. Well, before I say that, I am your host, Lockout Man. And before I and before I even Talk about this man right here. This a former JNR Swoogle guy. Former. Yeah, yeah that's a former JNR Swoogle guy. Now, be- now, now, before we even start the show, my G. Yeah. Oh, man. Man. JNR Swoogle. I mean. <sighs> we we, we going to talk. You know what? You, you know, we're we going to start this. We, 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 I'm going to go ahead and introduce you. We're going to go in here to get a little bit of background about yourself. And we're going we, we gonna to talk about JNR Sugar, man. I mean, I mean, it's. Uh, we're we going to talk about it, man. So let me pray to the stage. <laughs> my guy, Big Will J. <laughs> Big Will J. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on, my guy? Where where you at right now, man? I'm in Albany, Georgia. Albany, Georgia. Wait, wait. I could have sworn when I doubt your phone number, it says Georgia. Are are you from Georgia? No, I was born and raised in Alaska, but I live in Georgia. Alaska? Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You talking about Alaska, the the cold state, the igloo, no, like yeah. that, that Alaska. That wait, Alaska. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> now, don't, I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to sound stupid or anything like that, man. But black people's down in Alaska, bro. Oh yeah, they got they got a uh, couple army bases, a uh, couple air force bases. Uh, my parents are oh. military, so oh, that's, that's how, okay. That's, yeah. Okay. That's okay. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. So let's 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 uh let's roll it back to Alaska, man. Like, like both like you both of your parents uh military or just the father or or uh both of my parents out? were military. Both of my parents were military. Uh, my mom was an aircraft mechanic, and my dad worked in finance. So they met in Alaska, and then, you know. Had me and my sisters, and it's a Down beautiful thing. But my pa- my parents are from my uh, my dad's from Toledo, Ohio, and what? my mom's from 
Yeah, yeah. Because I know you were I, I know you a Cleveland guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Two one six all day, baby. All day, yeah. two one six, man. So your father, so your father's a Toledo guy. Yeah, he is. What, what, mom, what about your mom? My mom, she's actually from Columbus, Georgia. So that's where oh, I, okay. you know, I moved back home. So, but I used to, I used to live in Dayton, Ohio. Okay, okay. So, yeah. so Columbus, Georgia, Toledo, hooked up in Alaska, yeah. and and out and out pop you and how many how, how many siblings? Uh, two two sisters. Two sisters. Oh, two. So I'll pop three kids down in Alaska, man. Yes, sir. How was, yes, man? Look, look, look. I, I watch too much TV, bro. I, I, right. I watch too much TV, man. So get, get, get me caught up, man. What was life in Alaska like? For real, for real. It is, it's, it's, it's not like TV. It's, Dang. you got this, you got the biggest city is Anchorage, right? And, okay. It's just a melting pot of different communities. I'm talking about. Okay. You're not going to find the same person up there twice. So okay, okay. It's, it's it's really good. It's really nice. Um, the great outdoors. That's true. Everything in Alaska is either going to kill you or eat you. What? Yeah, you, you got you got moose. You got bears. You got wolves. You got go into the ocean. You got. Killer whales, orcas. If you get a shark in Alaska, piranhas. Be, you you even got piranhas down there, bro? Nah, we ain't got no piranhas. I don't, not yet. You know, <laughs> keep going the way everything going. Yeah, not yet. Might, they might drop a couple of them up there, but nah. But it's it's a it's a beautiful place to visit. Um, it. You know, but is it is it is it a beautiful place to live, though? Yes. It's, oh, it's a beautiful it, place to live. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's a nice now place you to said, live. Now you said it is a nice place to live. Ain't ain't like what they ain't like ain't like uh ain't like that Hollywood shit with little igloos and all like that. But it oh. but it it is cold though, right? I mean, is it winter? Is it winter Bite. twenty? I mean, uh, like three hundred sixty-five days there. No, no, they got um, they, it's actually in the summertime. They have three to four months of nothing but sunlight. Okay, it's like the okay. sun stays up almost twenty-four hours. And okay, in the wintertime, they have about four to five months of darkness. On the sun, only rises for probably about. Four to five hours a day. So, okay, okay. if if you're if you're up there in North Pole, Fairbanks, um, way out there, uh, up north, yeah, you 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 might see some. They they don't really have igloos anymore, but they they, yes, the uh, the Eskimos do. They do build those for people to actually go and try them out, but. I'm not getting um, it because it's cold outside and it's cold in here, so it's gonna be cold everywhere. Ah oh, man, so what was it I, life before trucking, man? So what was it like growing up? How how long you how how long you guys was there uh before you actually moved back to the states? Um 
I was 15 year old. I was 15 years old when we left uh, North Pole, Alaska, to come to Dayton, Ohio. So okay. I lived up there for 15 years, man. I loved it. I loved okay. It, so know? what was what, what was it like, man? Like what what was the little Jay? What, what what little Jay got into when he was up in Alaska? We used to have. Oh well, you know they got these big dump trucks, and when the summer in the, in the uh, not the summertime, but the wintertime, they push all the snow in a cul-de-sac. They'll just make a big hill. So we used to play, you know, king of the hill, sliding. Uh, we used to get in a whole lot of trouble, but being outside because, you know, I'm an '80s baby, so every you know you outside until the to the street light come on. So exactly. Exactly. That's 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 me. I'm I'm an '80s kid, also, man. You, yeah, I'll get, I wasn't in no Alaska, but you know, it, when the lights came on and the moms come out with the, shot. Hey, it's time to go. Shot it's time to go. Yo, fellas, uh, peace out. I gotta peace go. Out. Peace out. We got uh, We got about hey, same time, same corner. Yeah, all right, cool. We'll 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 be right here. We be like the doo wop kids. Ooh, 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's so that's how I was. What was man? What was uh you 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 know you're a teenager now, so 15. Uh, what, what where were you in school? Like like uh high school or or junior? I high? was I was in high school when I left. I was like oh, okay. Uh, I left when I was a going into my sophomore year and it was like a culture shock because Alaska is like, it's like cheers. Everybody knows your name. Right. That's it. And then once you get down to the lower 48, it's like, wow. So, but you know, <laughs> I, as a kid, I always visit Georgia and Ohio every summer. Right. Every because summer your mom I was, yo your mom's people is from Georgia and your pops is from Ohio. Yeah, so, so I came, they I came gave, down to about 48. Yeah, that kind of yeah. gave you a good that's kind of gave you a good balance right there to you know to travel uh between the states. But what I want to yeah. know is what I want to know is back up in Alaska, back up in high school, what, what was the what was the female demographic looking like up in Alaska? Oh, man. Oh man. 15, 15 years old, <laughs> high school, you're a junior. You know what I'm saying? You know, you doing the junior proms, you got them females. I mean, what what's what, what's going on with the females up in up in Alaska back in the day? This is back in the day. This is before Facebook, right? This is before yeah, Facebook. This is before cell phones, and you had to you had to call you had to call them on a regular rotary phone. People don't know about that. <laughs> People don't know about that being on the phone on the couch with your leg up. Like, you know, what you doing? I'm doing all right. What you watching? I'm watching uh, Transformers. What you watching? You know what I'm saying? They right. don't know the struggle. They don't know the struggle oh. of being on the phone and had to care, had to get one of them extension cords to put it to, to go from the kitchen. The 50 foot extension cord. Room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, that shows my age. Okay, oh, the man. girls, both ages, man. The girls in Alaska, they ain't no different than the girls down in the low 48s. They just move a little mm. quicker. 
Oh, they move a little quicker. They, they, mm. they move a little quicker. You know, mm. I, I love all my, I love all the girls that are in Alaska, man. You know, don't don't come back and, and smack me because it's the truth. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. So would you? It, would, would you? Would you? Would you? Would you be one of these guys to go back to Alaska, snatch up uh, an Alaskan woman, and then bring her back with you to the states? No. <laughs> no. Ah, you said no. What? They 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 more territorial. Oh, they like this is mine. This is oh. mine. We gonna we gonna we ain't gonna fight over this. It's either you gonna leave them alone or. I'm gonna have to help you leave him alone. Oh so, damn! It's like they, that, bro. They, yeah, they they a little bit. They it, toughing season in Alaska is all year round. That's how <laughs> I put it. Toughing season is all year round. If you had the chance, if you had the chance to go back, now that you you know spent majority of your life here in the in the states, would you go back to Alaska? Most definitely. My best my best friend still lives in Anchorage. His name is Jeremy oh, okay. too. Okay. Yeah, he drives. Okay. He drives a. Um, he drives the big rig just in the just in the state. You know, he don't go outside the state. So. Okay. All right, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. All right, so life before trucking, man. You here in the states? You grew up. You uh, you of age? Uh, you check. You you did a whole bunch of stuff while you was uh before you got into trucking. You know, you did uh, what? You did fast food. What's that? A cemetery? A cemetery? Bro, a cemetery? Yes, I worked at a cemetery. Now, I I did it for the money. Because when you coming coming out of high school and they paying you $20 an hour, you like, what I got to do? Cemetery? what it is. A cemetery. Well, you know, I talked to... uh, I talked to a few people that 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 was that was doing funerals and all like that. So tell me a little bit about cemetery because you know they you know I already know you know I already know from you know a couple of female truckers that you know that did funeral work you know they you know the M bomb and all like that. But you know the cemetery is pretty much the last stop. On uh, on on a person's journey to their resting place. So, how do you guys, you know, prepare for, you know, prepare for the, you know, for the coffins and stuff like that? Um, first off, they they would, you know, there was one. There's one particular lady when she passed away. She asked to be on top of a hill so she could look down. On everybody when she passed. Oh, okay. So, okay. You know, we would dig the hole, and you know, the family came by and said, oh, "Okay, this is a good spot for her to her last resting place." And you know, just dig a hole, I'd do the little meet and greet, and put them in the hole, and make sure everything's clean and nice and neat. But it was a very teachable job. I learned okay. a lot from from that as in how to love people while they're here and not when they leave. 
Exactly. So exactly. That's why that's why I'm 100 with my moms right now, bro. I mean, even oh, yeah, though yeah. even though me and my moms, we, you know, when I was growing up, when I was a kid, you know, I used to be the roughneck and you know what I'm saying? Not not listening to her, kind of wish that she go away type bro. But, you know, as as we got older and as we got <laughs> You know, as we got older and we, you know, growing up with each other, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my 50s and my mom's in their 60s, you know what I'm saying? So every time I go home, you know, I always take it, I always take it downstairs and just chill out with her and just and just sit with her and, you know, and just vibe with her. You know what I'm saying? You got to You got to enjoy. You got to enjoy your parents. Why? Why they still here, man? That's right, man. I. I it, since I've been trucking, I always try to make like I'm I'm probably maybe two hours from Columbus, Georgia. I I wanted to I just wanted to pull by my mom's house and just honk the horn, you know, just to exactly. know where that hey, you know, I'm coming through. And you know, that's 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 that's, that's our sign to if I'm coming through town, just honk the horn because I go it's right off of 80. You know, when what about your, South. What about your ahead. pops, though? What What about your pops? Uh, my pops left a couple of years ago. Um, he he's, he lives in Vegas now. He's he's living his life, which you know, okay. you gotta okay. you gotta live your life, 70, man. So seventy seven degrees. You know what I'm saying? No snow. No, no I, I, my, my boy Highway Kurt, he's down in Vegas right now, just just living it up down there. He's a Cleveland guy, too. So, really? you know, we was going through all of our shit last week and all like that. He's down there. Uh, T-shirts, sandals and all like that. We up here bungled up like Eskimos and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what your father doing. Minus degrees. Minus degrees, and I'm looking at them people in Vegas like, I wish it snowed just so people would stop taking they they take their shorts and put some pants on, walking around oh, with yeah. t-shirts. Oh, you see, you see what happened in you see what happened in uh, Texas. You you see what made them come up out of their t-shirts and their jeans. And shit. Hey, they was they. I don't was think any, I don't think anybody was ready for that. Nah, 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 no, nobody, nobody was, was ready for that. I was in uh, Missouri when it happened, mm. and all I could, all I could hear was just like, "Man, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be really bad for them." Because one thing I know in in Georgia, the first time it snows, they closing all the schools. This is before COVID. Mm-hmm. It snowed one time. It didn't even snow. It did in Cleveland or Toledo or Dayton or Indiana. If it snows, they're not going to close school. Nah, nah. one time. But you, you can wait, 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 wait. During our time, during our time, back in the eighties. They ain't close to schools. They ain't close. No, we, especially we had, in the last. We had, to, we had to walk through mounds of of snow. Even when the snowstorm, we still had to go to school. Now, to school. now, 
if a snowflake hits the ground. School clothes. Yeah, it's a wrap. I'm like, Sean be like, Sean, my son, when he was going to school, he's like, I'm like, I wake up, yo, bro, why, why you ain't in school, bro? Mom <laughs> called and said it wasn't no school. The fuck? <laughs> what did they do that? You got to go to school, man. No, 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 I don't have to go to school. Ain't no school today. I was like, I, I called downstairs to my mom's. I was like, yo, no school today? Nah, that's what the news says. No school today. How come we couldn't have that shit when I was coming up? What the fuck? <laughs> Man, but I, I, wish, on, I, I really wish, I really wish they did it when I was in Alaska because it could be minus 30 degrees and you still going to school. I, you standing outside right? waiting for the bus. The wind, right? the wind is, is beating you up. You can't even look straight because the wind beating you up. But you still went to school. So I, I, I give that. all the props to the people that, that had the the seven the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. I don't know about the 90s. Y'all, they, God help them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they they don't know the struggle, bro. But man, let's get back to the cemetery uh, though, man. I mean yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like how how was well you know you of course you said you was doing it for the money but uh, you know what was the mentality like man I mean that you had to had to prepare like I know like you know I've been to a, of course I I've, I've been to a few home goings myself but um yeah but uh, you know it, it's already you know it's already pre dug it's already preset and then you know we we there you know you know, paying our last respects, then after everybody goes, then what? Is it is it like is it like y'all take the y'all y'all take it up and what what what's what's the process after everybody leaves? Uh, it the way I had to prepare myself for the funeral, the, the seeing people putting people actually in the ground i actually had to like walk around and just you know because seeing people cry seeing people emotional is a real big thing in 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 my world you know if i if i see my mother cry you want to console them but if i see my sister cry you want to come hug them but at my job was not to console them it was to put their loved ones down in the ground so I would I would walk around. I would always say a prayer to myself, you know, that I don't it's, it's not about me, it's about them. So I don't want their going away to be like, oh man, I'm not I'm gonna do the best I can to make sure that everything looks good. Because once once they once they went into the ground, um once they went to the ground, they all left. You know, we took we took the casket back out and then we put it down inside the main the main casket. We sealed it up, put some dirt over it, put their headstone up there, and our job was from Monday through Friday was to make sure that their headstones were clear, clean, and 
the hardest part, one, the hardest day was when they had to bury a child that was a, a preemie. Um, mm. I never, I never told my mom this because I tell my mom everything. My mom is like, you know, the ear that I go to. This mm-hmm. lady lost her child in, in birth, and the casket was. It wasn't even the size of a, a small refrigerator that go in your truck. That's how big wow. it was. Uh, you know, you, you're burying a baby. That was real, real tough. But um, that job made me say, hey, I could get up every morning at 5 o'clock in the morning and take care of people's loved ones that are in the ground and make sure I do a really good job. Because at 18, 19 years old, you don't have that type of mental responsibility. Exactly. So, exactly. Um, I mean, 18, 18 19 that years job old. job right there taught me a lot going on to all my other jobs that I had. You know, high, of course, you're in high school, you worked at fast food, but when you leave high school and you don't have no plan for your life, you go to the best thing, which is the money. So, Man, I, that, if, if I that, 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 it, had that cha- um cemetery that had to change that had to change you for the that, that had to get that had to give you like like real tough skin now like you know that seeing 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 that at a young age kind of put your kind of put your perspective your life in perspective right uh oh can you hear me? Check yeah, one two. I can't hear you. You you can't hear me or you can't hear me. Uh oh. I think I, lo- I wait wait. I think we probably lost collection. Hold on right quick. Hold on. All right. Can you hear me? It, it, it. You you can't hear. All right, what you might have to do. Hold on. Uh. Oh man. Yeah, that yeah, that's what happened. You had a you had a message that came through, and that not you that that not your sound out. So come back, step out, and then come back. There you go, there you go. All right, D Nitty, if he's still here, I'm not sure what is going on. Uh. I'm not sure what is going on. Whoever's in here, uh, give me a thumbs up rush, man, because I I can't tell. um, I can't tell who's all in here. So give me a thumbs up rush, uh, everybody, to let me know who's all up in here. All right. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. When you had that, I heard the the vroom, vroom. And uh, yeah, that man. that might have 
Yeah, that might have that might have took uh, that might have took you out. All right. So basically, yeah. what I was saying is being in a position working working at something like that uh, kind of gave you a more of a purpose in life at at that young age. Yes, very much. That 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 taught me a whole lot, especially the 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 boss that that hired me. Mm-hmm. He was just like. Man, you're 19. Why don't you go do something else? I said, I'm just looking for a job. You know, I don't want to rely on mom and dad to to do things for me because they're only going to give you so much, so you have to earn it. So I wanted to go earn my own. So, but it was it was well worth it. All right, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, moving on from that because you know you had a uh, factory work. Uh, fast food. What what made what was the interest? Uh, what was the interest in trucking came from? Um, I've worked in a factory that built engines for trucks. I've worked at parts, labor, everything, and you got tired of the the grind, the mm-hmm. the the grind. Even though in trucking you're still grinding miles out. But mm-hmm. it's a little bit different than the politics and the he say she say at factories. I mean, you got factories have more drama than anybody, any place. Period. I've, uh, I've, you mean it? You, you mean it's more drama than uh, than trucking? Ain't got nothing Don't. on trucking. Ain't got Don't. we. Th- when oh, you in a factory, you see each other. You see each other. So mm-hmm. it, it, it it makes it a little bit more easier to be like, in trucking, I could drive away from you. Okay. Yeah, I could drive away. But in the factory, in the, you gotta work factory, shoulder to shoulder with them. Shoulder to shoulder. So so, um, so so from factory and, and building all these engines and stuff like that, I mean that 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 gave you the ins- inspiration to get into trucking? No. The inspiration to get me into trucking, I have two cousins, two male cousins. On my mom's side of the family, it's th- four male cousins. That's it. Me, mm-hmm. my cousin Nick, my cousin Diego, and my cousin Luke. My cousin Luke and my cousin Nick are both truckers. Okay. And there's like, man, you need to get into this trucking thing. You, you wasting, you know, to go, you just out here spinning your wheels. You don't know mm-hmm. what you're going to do. So mm-hmm. I gave it a shot. I went to, I went to a, uh, I went to a technical college to get my CDL. And I had two trainers that they were, very very strict because is you know trucking is no game you know you just don't play around with trucking it's not uh uh it's not a joke it's not a game but it is fun if you know how to make it fun but i like i love trucking i love it i wouldn't i wouldn't do nothing well, else. that's what's up man yeah so there's did, nothing else so, I so do. the two so the two family members was like, 
was like, yo, bro, come on in. It, 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 it wasn't like they were showing you the the money aspect of it, though. It, it was just more of you need to come out here and enjoy and try to sightsee and stuff like that, right? Right. And not just All not right. just sightsee, but network. Network. Okay. Okay. That okay. is the key. Okay. If you okay. get into trucking, network. Don't be afraid to talk to other truckers. They might some of them might give you some BS bullshit, but some of them gonna give you some real game. And when I started listening to Lockout Man, when I started listening to you, I was just into trucking. I was just now getting into, you know, all that stuff. And that's how I found the company that I found. But I used to listen to uh, Party Hard, LaShawn Parks, TB, uh, Tucker Brown, and what? what's the dude? He from, he out, he out west. Oh, man, I used to love him. He a so big cow. brother. So the, the right brother. Oh, the right nah, brother. The right yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he, he's, he's a cool dude. I like him. And so when I started seeing all these black men and black women getting into trucking, I'm just like, I got to get into this. So I head first. Head first. And got out of school. Got out of, got out of uh, what, technical college. What, what, school, what <laughs> school you went to to go and get your uh, license? Um, West Georgia Technical College. Okay. okay. If, if, if you if you're in Southwest Georgia, look them up, guys, because there are some trucking company trucking schools that like it that you go to trucking companies that that you go to a truck you know a trucking school. Not a, a like my dad. My dad would got into trucking right. And he went to, he worked for Snyder. It didn't last long, but I saw that, man, it's a big truck. You know, I was scared at first. But once I said, you know what, if my cousins could do this, I could do this. So West Georgia Technical College, that's their only shout out. Was that uh was was that uh was that what, what was that by a grant out of pocket? How how did you how did you finance it? Um uh in Georgia I I got a Pell grant and I think the most I came out of pocket was probably like five hundred bucks. So it was very well worth the money spent. You know, you go there four days a week, um they got a day and a night class. You work your butt off; it it, it pays off. That's what I that's right. what I've learned through this all all of my four years of driving right now. So, all right. What was the what was the you know after you know after after coming out of uh after coming out of CDL school? What was the training process like when you got with your first company? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that bad, wasn't it? It's, it's about to get real busy. Okay, I went uh, to Western uh, Express. Yeah. I went what, to Western what? Express. 
God bless my soul for going to Western Express. Wait, 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 wait. Western Express, bro. (laughs) Did did you, are you, well, let's start with this. Are you a felon? Are are you a felon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I've been in some trouble. Wait, you a felon? Yeah. Bro, you, you, the fuck, what, what you do? I mean, you don't look like a felon, but bro, what you do? It's called cleaning up. Oh, God you, damn! You it, cut, man. you cut your, you cut your hair off. Mm-hmm. You, you know, mm-hmm. you cut your, you cut your face pretty nice. Mm-hmm. You hold yourself at a different standard, mm-hmm. and nobody can tell that you got a checkered past, unless you mm-hmm. carry that checkered past with you. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I got I got a couple strikes, but okay, okay. I, so I got to you, wash it. I got to wash all that away through trucking. I got you. So, so coming out of school with uh, coming out of school with a with a with a beard on your back, it was kind of hard to get in into a good trucking company and enter Western Express. There you go. If you guys know about Western <laughs> Express, if you are felling, and this ain't and this ain't no shot or nothing like that, but for real, for real, if you are a felon and you can't get nowhere, Western Express will take you in. But Western Express will come at you like, yeah, we'll 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 take you in. Come on in, but just know we're gonna fuck you. When you come in with no what grease, happened? with none, no grease, none. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the one thing that saved me at, at Western Express. I had a fucking good trainer, okay. I, Michael Jones. Michael Jones. I still talk to him every day. We talk every day. When I went from school to training. He was like, you going to work. you going to work, man. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to show it to you one time and one time only. And that was the best thing that ever happened to me was Western Express. Because if I would have got with a trainer that didn't really care about my career, he would have just been like, Fuck yeah, you, you would have just he, he would have just he would have just did you wrong and just for the money. That's about it. Right. Right, that was it. How long? How long you was with Western Express before you left? Six months. Six months. Out the door. It it was that bad. I went to Western Express with a two-year med card. I'm a big boy. Right, right. So, they they put me on this uh, on a CPAP, and all my you don't have to be fat to be on a CPAP. You could be a uh, a six foot, hundred and fifty pound person and still be on a CPAP. So it's a it's wait, a sleeping disorder. Wait, wait, you already had a two year card. So why you and was they, on the? Because they fucked me. They said, "Okay, Mister Williams, 
we're going to give you a six-month card. I said, Wait, I just yeah, paid. Two year card. They don't care. Western Express is the pimp of all pimps. They will welcome you so made, in Roach so Motel. They made oh, you. Yeah. They they made you do another uh another physical. Yeah. After you had your, after you already had your two year card. Yes. Wow. I, when you do your first day of orientation, you do your drug test. You do your. Uh, I don't even know why the fuck they even did a fucking drug test. You know, I. One thing I don't do is I don't shit where I stay. Okay, I feel you on that. That's what's up. And it was just like the first day you go in there to herd your ass in a small ass room and say, okay, everybody has to go take another drug test and a physical. Okay, cool. Let's get this shit out the way because I'm trying to get into my real orientation so I can get on the fucking road and make some money. Okay, okay. No. I spent a week in Roach Motel with Western Express and shared a room with another grown-ass man. Now, I don't Told you that's how they do you. They do you. They 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 do you. Oh, they do you grimy. They do you real grimy. Get you, man. They get you. They 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 bring you on to work, but but they 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 you you gonna go you gonna go through the mud with Restaurant Express though for real. They gonna drag you through the mud. They gonna drag you through the mud. But the only the best thing that happened with Western Express was my trainer taught me how to react. When you get frustrated with trucking, or you can't, you you. This dude said, "If you pull into a truck stop at nine o'clock at night, make a spot." And I'm like, "For real? You want me to make a parking spot?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "You see that? You see that guy over there? Park, park right beside him." He's like, "Aren't they going to tell us to move?" Easy. No. Yeah. Hey. Hey, easier said than done, bro. Easier said than done. And he there's made me plenty, park. There's, there's been plenty of uh, uh, trust stops that I went to that you couldn't even make a spot. If if you try, you guarantee to be fucked up in the morning. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I left. I left Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, at a pilot. And woke up with two trucks parked in front of me, parallel. I wish I should have <laughs> took a picture of it, man. I was just like, like, bro, huh? I, yo, I, I need to get out, bro. Huh? I, I need to get you out, gotta bro. Do that. Right, you gotta, you know, take your time too. Just don't, don't start your clock. <laughs> don't start your clock for just for me, but you gotta get out the way. But I'll, yeah, Western I'll, Express was my stepping stone. How how long between uh between Restaurant Express and your current company where you at right now? How long you been driving? Four years. Four years. All right. So so Western Express, you bounced out of there six months. I'm gonna assume that the next company happens to be JNR Schwugel. Yeah. What? Okay, I remember watching you on YouTube one day. 
I'm I'm packing my truck up because I like to listen to you while I'm doing something because it it sounds like you're talking to me. It doesn't I sound like you're talking it. to you. It sounds like you're talking to me. So I will listen to you, and you was talking about JNR Sugar, and I'm just like, ah, fuck it, man. I'm, I'm I'm about to leave this damn company. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. So I checked him out. I gave him a ring. I gave him a call, and she asked me. I forgot who it was. Katie. I think her, her Katie. And and I, she was like, uh, she's like, so how'd you hear about it? She said, I said, lockout, man. She said, who? <laughs> she said, lockout. <laughs> yeah, this is and this is the earlier. This, this I, I'm. This is like the early, like before. You know, they we we actually had a you know had a back and forth because when right. people would call in. People will call in and they'd be like, "Well, you, we heard about we, we heard about you from Lockout Me," and that's that's when she started putting two and two together. She went to the you know to the internet and started pulling up Lockout Me, and then she saw me, and that's when she called me up. She was like, "Hey, don't you know we we got a, a whole bunch of people coming in because of you? Really? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, and so." November 1st, I get on a plane and I fly to Minnesota. Minnesota. It was cold as fuck. They didn't bring you down. They didn't bring you down to Ohio, bro, with uh with, with my dude. They they, they didn't take you there. They had to bring no. you up to Minnesota. They with, took uh, me all the way to New Orleans. <laughs> now <laughs> I've been in some strange places, but if you ain't never been to New Orleans, Minnesota, or drove through it, your life will change. <laughs> Literally, every, everybody will be looking at you like. And New Orleans, and New and New Orleans, Minnesota, is like, it's like real slow. I mean, really slow. It is really slow. real slow. I mean, to be honest with you, if you want to, if you want to retire and and live That's out your twilight years, New Orleans, Minnesota, will be the place to go. That I, I, I say the only I say the only downside is the wind. I mean, is the weather because they get it up there. But if it. you want. If you want to be cool and and relax and live out your twilight years and hit the cigar while you're on the porch with your leg up, New All Minnesota will be the place. But That's yeah, the but they go. got you. They they got you up there and hemmed you up with Mister D, huh? <laughs> oh, what man. was up? What what was all what was all that what what was all that like, man? I mean, what what was what was the whole what was the whole experience? Because you know, we we got together, we we got together when I was in the uh in the trucking group. Now everybody, everybody that was in the trucking group, we was all vibing with one another in the trucking group. You know what I'm saying? We was all vibing in there. It was one guy that was in there that I couldn't fucking stand, and I I, I made it a point. To try to run into him up at the uh, up at the uh, up at the uh, terminal. terminal. 
Yeah, but it it never it never manifested. But um, but yeah, but I think things kind of took a crazy turn when I actually left. Uh, when I left J and R Swoogle. And I kept coming in there posting new plates where I was at. <laughs> they didn't like that. They there was didn't people, like there was that people, at all. There was people at the, um, oh, man, at the terminal in New Orleans that was like, oh, did you hear about, I'm like, who the fuck is y'all talking about? It's like, well, I'm like, damn, it, it is what it is. Yeah, that's they, all, it, they, that's they, all they, it can be, but you can't hate on the man because he left. They they hated they hated me after after I left. I was like, I was like the Don. I mean, not even it's the same thing with the company as a whole too. Because like you know, after you know me and Don, you know, decided to you know decided to part ways. I called Katie up. I, I called. I I did that one video after Mark did the uh, did the uh, the video about the about the lease there and after he did the video i was like i i had somebody uh, you know that kind of helped me to it and then somebody asked me about you know about the leasing there too and i was like well i'm not sure the leasing because you know i was a company driver but i'll look into it and then when i found out you know everything i found out i put the video out so i called katie up maybe about a couple of days later and I said, hey, Katie, I was like, hey, look, uh, I still got people calling me and asking me about J&R Swoogle. I said, why don't we do an updated, you know, make the call type deal? I can't talk to you no more. What? Why not? They say they say they don't want you talking about J and R Shrugel no more either. So if, if you don't mind, can you not talk about J and R Shrugel no more? I was like, what? I was like, yeah. get out of here! I'm ostracized like that. Oh yeah, oh I yeah. Was like, okay. I was like, okay, I I got you. Don't 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 worry about it. I I won't talk about you no more, J and R Shrugel. I will. It's, Bro, I, will. I, I, I already, I, I already did. But that, yo, what, what was your experience? What, what was your experience in the beginning, and why did you leave? Okay, my experience with them. First off, it's it's sounded and started good. As you know, it, it everything. It's always. Um, uh, my homegirl says sugar plums and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But once you get past that fucking curtain, mm. it's a shit show. Mm. Now, I was with them Speak for two it. years. Speak on it, my brother. I don't care what company you're at. When I was with Western Express, I got a raise with Western Express in my six months. But I was with J&R Sugar for two years and never got a raise. Never, I've asked, and they would say, oh, we'll look into it. And I'll say, hey, I need more miles. Okay, that week that you asked for those good miles, you'll get them. But after that, you're sitting. 
I think I said one day I I had a, a load that was 475 miles from Indiana to Ohio. And I had to deliver it, it was supposed to take three days to get there. I don't know what they were thinking, but three days on a 475 mile run is not going to keep anybody's lights on. Um, there was one point where I got sick in my truck and it, and I told them, I said, hey, I don't feel good. I can't pick this load up. Are you sure? Why don't you just pull over and take a nap and start up in the morning? As a rookie, I considered myself a rookie at that time. That's what I did. I got up, still wasn't feeling good. But I did the dumb thing and I kept on going. I ended up twisting my ankle. Mm. In Pennsylvania, started. I had a load that was going from Pennsylvania to Union City, Georgia. I didn't make it to Union City, Georgia, because I got to Statesville, North Carolina, and ended up in the ICU for five days wow. with my body shutting down because my driver manager did not want to listen to how I was feeling. Wow. Who my mother who was your driver manager at the time? Katie. Not the Katie you had, but Katie Neatbelt. Oh, okay. And see, that's the thing. When when I was with Katie, I don't know what happened. I was getting miles. I'm talking about really good miles every week, consistently. But it took us a decline. I don't know what time it did, but it started taking a serious decline. So I almost died in the J&R Shugel truck. And the only way, the only way I, the Lord saved me from that and my mother, my mom called the state troopers. I, I, I sent a text message to her and told her I'm at a rest stop in North Carolina. There's a lot of rest stops in North Carolina. Right. And she found out, I told her which way I was coming, and she figured out which rest stop I was at and sent the paramedics to me. The paramedics came, took me to Statesville, North Carolina Hospital, and I spent 14 days in the hospital. What? I didn't get not one phone call. Oh, what? oh, what happened? I was, I was sick. I was sick. I had the flu, pneumonia. My um, my heart rate was was dropping. My kidneys were failing. Um, but this is the kicker. I told my driver manager four days before this happened, I don't feel good. Oh, just just sleep. Just go. Just take you know take a reset or something, go to a hotel and, and, and rest and start back up on Monday. I did it. Got back in the truck. Didn't feel great. So it, when you, when, when you talk to other people about driving is you listen to your body 
You listen exactly. to your mind and your heart. Exactly. And that's what you go with. Because those driver managers, some of them care. I'm not going to say all of them don't, but some of them care. And it's very, very small few driver managers that care. And so you told so you told so you told Katie, um, hey, you know, I'm not feeling right. She was the one that was like, okay, well, you know, just you know, sleep it off or something <laughs> like that. Sleep it off. I, uh, okay, sleep it off and you you get back behind the wheel and you still not feeling right. And did did you call her back up again and be like, look, something's going on. I drove 750 miles with the flu and pneumonia to North Carolina and pulled over and called her and said, this load is not going to make it to Union City, and I don't think I will either. She said, I had my mom on the phone, and I wish my mom was awake right now, and I'd give her a call just so she could tell you. She heard it for you. Her, she heard it just as much as I heard it. She said, well, you need to get there the best way you can. Wow. And I hung the phone up. Mm. I called my mom, and I said, Mom, I don't think I can make it. I went to sleep. I woke up in the morning. There was another JNR Shugel driver honking his horn, telling me to switch trailers. I was so tired and so exhausted that I just did it, and I didn't even hook the trailer back up. I just backed into it. I didn't lock nothing down because that's how sick I was. So, so fast your mom, yeah, your mom got your mom called the the the, the paramedics, and, and the they was troopers. able to come. And the state trooper, they came there. They see that you wasn't in no good shape, and they uh, took you, you know, took you to the hospital. You was there at the hospital for what fourteen days. What 14 what about days. did did J and R Shrugel try to? Try to get a hold of you. Try to find. Hell out no, they didn't. Up. I'm sorry to. I'm sorry to 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 to, to go off on you on that one. No, you know what they did? did. You know what they did? They ran every drug test they could. They when my mom, I when when I woke up in the ICU, she said, "You know they ran some tests on you." I said, "What kind of tests?" They ran drug tests on you. They wanted to know if you were drugged up in their truck. I passed every single one of their tests because I told them. I said, when I got out of when I got out of there, I had the biggest conversation with uh, John Euchre. He was the he was the reefer uh, supervisor. He was the and yeah he he reefer. He well let me he, go ahead. Well, to to me, he was a cool guy. To me, he is. Oh, okay, okay. He 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 is. He John Euchre was the only one that said to me after my whole ordeal in the hospital, "Are you okay?" Because the first thing I did after I got well and was off for. A whole month because I had to learn how to I had to get all the muscles in my leg to work again because when your body starts to shut down your muscles shut down 
So I had a walker. I was a 38-year-old man with a walker. Damn. Yeah. And my mom, my mom's a school teacher. And she had to take time off from school to take care of me. And the first thing JNR Shugel did after I got home, they said, Oh, we're sorry that it even happened. I said, Well, if you listen to your drivers, you don't have to listen to all of them because some of them are just pieces of shit. But listen to the ones that are honest with you and say, Hey, I don't feel good. I need to take a break. Listen to Bro. them. What they, what, 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 what? You being in the hospital for 14 days and the truck still up at the rest stop, what did they did they send somebody to come and get the truck or um my mom went and cleaned it out. Um she yeah, good I, back. Good back. You know, she cleaned good it, back. cleaned everything out, took all my stuff out of it. They came and got it, took it back to um <laughs> Ellenwood, Georgia. <laughs> that terminal is is fun. <laughs> uh uh they took it back uh they took it back to Ellenwood and uh they said um so whenever you come back do you want that same truck I said why would I want that truck that truck did not have an APU that worked it didn't have no AC in the summer and it didn't have any heat in the winter so mm. no, I don't want that truck. So you and basically got wait, 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 hold up. They had you in a faulty truck? Yeah, I was in a faulty truck. So they, they knew I was in a faulty so, truck. So that that probably could have it could have been a lawsuit. Yeah. It could have been a lawsuit, but yeah. You know, yeah. I have a I have a praying mother. I have a I have a praying mom and she says no that's not the way. You know, that's there's another way to get your message out to people about what not to do, what you should do and hold I got I got there's a trucker CP trucking. He went to JNR Sugar with me and he has a YouTube page and I would always tell him about what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. And he would talk about it, but it wasn't really, it was mainly about, you know, he, he, he kind of compartmentalized it, you know, made it smaller for everybody else. Um, but yeah, I, I was in a faulty truck. I was in a real faulty truck. I was wow. in Houston, Te I was in Houston, Texas, where the temperature was 102 with a heat index of 115. And I didn't have air condition. Wow. So I went and bought a fan. And this fan, I, it was a little Mexican lady. She said, go get a, uh, a bag of ice, cut a hole in it, put it in your cooler, and put the fan on top of the on cooler. On top of the cooler. So, it, yeah. And I, I made was, my own I, air condition. Yeah, I, I was I was told uh, when I had, I think that first, the very... The very first truck I was in when I got the JNR, that the motherfucking AC went out, and uh, and I was I was at a place, and I was you know I went in, I said uh, I'm looking for a fan and all like that, but the one of the guys 
that was telling because it it was hot that day and the motherfucking fan kept going hot ass air and I I got out of the truck I got out of the truck and I went into you know went into the uh into the truck stop and uh it was an old schooler that 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 told me about you know get a get one of, you know it, they didn't have no they they didn't have a big cooler there at the time but they had that they had like a little box cooler thingy or whatever yeah. so I got that you told me to get, get some ice and put the and and put it on top of that and yeah it, it blow it blow it it did its purpose until I got it back to the damn shop and I told him I didn't want the truck I told him right off the rip I said I don't want the truck but we don't oh, yeah. have I don't want the truck oh yeah I, I, I wait I, I said I'll wait but I don't want I don't want this truck oh well we can fit no 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 I don't want the truck. Period. <laughs> Yo, I, I I don't even understand why your motherfuckers gave me this piece of shit in the first fucking place. I was supposed to get a new one. That's that's what I was told. <laughs> I was told I was getting a new one. I no, I get I, I get to the Columbus terminal and they give me the last piece of shit that was on the damn lot. Like, what the fuck, man? Okay, but when it, when it didn't work, I told him I took it up to New Arm when I had that load and I brought it all the way up to New Arm. I said, "Look, I don't I don't want this truck." And uh, Mac at the time, which he was my uh, not only he was my dispatcher, but he was the one that was doing you know he was in charge of the of the of the equipment too. And I told Mac, I was like, "Mac, I'm 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 not driving this truck, bro." And everybody in the shop kept telling Mac, like, well, no, we don't have no new trucks. No, we don't have no new trucks. No, like that. Mac was like, don't we got one over at the Toma? We we got one over there. I was like, get, get me over to Toma, and I'll take that truck. And that's exactly what he did. He got me over to Toma. Like I said, Mac, even though he was an asshole, but he was he was a good asshole to me. So right. I, I was, you know, when I was telling everybody in the in the in the videos and all like that, yeah. you know, my experience is not going to be like everybody else's, and damn sure ain't going to be like yours, bro. I mean, you, you, god damn it, man. So after after the after the hospital and and getting yourself back together, you you went back to him. Or what was it like going back to him? Oh, when I went back, I went back as a fucking asshole. I I turned into a whole asshole. I was cussing driver managers out. I was cussing other drivers out because if you can't listen to me, if you can't listen to me and understand what I'm trying to say to you, you're not. I'm I'm just going. I'm done with you. So my patience was very thin with J and R Shubel from the mechanics to the president. And the thing is, the president is not as bad as what people say he is. He listens. And yeah, he was a good guy. Really good guy. I I went, I was I was in New Orleans. This is when I got my new truck. Well, refurbished truck. He said, he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm washing my truck. He's like, we got people to wash your truck. I says, no. You got people that stand in there and look at you when you have your name to get your truck washed. Because I like, 
I'm 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 not I I don't have to have all the shiny things. I just like a clean truck. I like a clean truck. And shit, my, I, my, I I never washed my truck. My shit was dirty. I, I, I kid was you with, not. Every every I, new I, truck that they gave me, I got I the, the 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 blue the blue pro star. That shit was dirty by the time I gave it to them. They gave me a white truck, and when I tore that up, that shit was dirty. They gave me a they gave me an orange motherfucker, which lasted a, a, a good minute. That shit was fucking dirty. And then I think the I think it was a red. Oh shit. I think it was a red truck that I had. That shit was dirty, too. All right. So hold on, y'all. He bounced out for a minute. Uh, TBE trucking was good. Freeway uh, Kenworth was good. I hope you guys enjoying the conversation. Uh, he should be able to pop back in here in a minute. So let's give him a minute to pop back in here. And we will pause for this station identification whoops hold on let's go back over here uh hold on there we go all right you bad bro yeah we had to pause for a station break <laughs> can you hear me Check one, two. Yeah, I got it. I think your headset probably might have went out. Nah. Oh, it didn't go out? Make sure the audio is set back to your headset. I mean, I hear you. You don't hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Oh, okay, you, you try and set it back to the headset. Yeah. All right. Would you uh just go into the audio part where it says uh cam mic, go to audio, and you should be able to set it uh for that. Yeah, cam mic, and then go to audio and then Yo, yo, Mike. There, there you go. All right, there you go. Check one, two. We good? There we go. Um, okay. Nah. So I was saying, I was saying that you know, I I never none none of my trucks was was washed. I I just I, I just workhorse them motherfuckers, man. <laughs> I, I did too. I did too. From driving in Wisconsin and. Uh, Massachusetts with the sand, the, the dirt, all that. But one day I wanted to clean truck. I just wanted to clean truck, so I was out there washing it myself. And he says, "You know, we got people that do that for you." I says, "But they don't want to do it." I'm sitting there because you know you got to go put your name on the list, put your truck number, and all that bullshit. I sat there for six hours, and all he did was wash out trailers. So. It was an older guy. It was an older guy. I forgot his name. I wish I knew his name. He says, every time you come here, come to me and I'll wash your truck. I said, I really don't come here that often, but sure. He washed my truck up. And he said, I appreciate you, 
for not cussing me out because a lot of truckers cuss cuss those guys out because they don't want to watch. They they might have something to do. You know, we don't know. But he said, I appreciate that you didn't cuss me out. But but JNR Shugel, they I, so after I after I got healed up, um, I went back to work. Um, I went through three or four driver managers. Uh, I actually had my homeboy that went that worked for Western Express, that was my trainer, come to JNR Shugel. <laughs> it didn't last long. I was about it to didn't say, last you, long. you really think that was a good idea? <laughs> it didn't last long. <laughs> Wait, did you get the uh? How how much of the fifteen hundred that you got uh before he left? I got the whole you, thing. Oh you, oh, thing. you oh he, I, so he I, stayed I, long, I, he stayed long enough for you to get the fifteen hundred. Oh okay. I stayed long enough to get the fifteen hundred plus my two week vacation. And okay. Walked out the door. All right. So what? So what was it like walking out the door? I mean, what would you just just call it felt and, good. Hey, I, it, I mean, just called him up and just say, "Hey, I, I, I can't, I can't do this no more." Did they try to? Did they try to keep you? That that's what I want to know. Did did they, they? Did they try to keep you? They did everything in their possible. That was possible. That was legal possible to keep me, and I said no. I said I I appreciate everything that I learned from this company because that's all J and R Sugar was for was for me to learn something, and I learned a whole lot. I I learned mm-hmm. that what when they when when your driver manager calls you instead of puts it on your Qualcomm, that's some bullshit coming your way. If if you're a rookie driver, and they call you. Instead of putting it on your Qualcomm, you got some bullshit coming your way. Mm. Um, other than that, I wish the best for JNR Shooter. I hope they do the best work they can ever do, but they will never. They sent me an email two days ago asking me to come back. Do I miss you? No, I don't miss y'all. I, no, I really don't. That's that's funny, man. That that is so so funny, bro. Because after after I after after I left, uh, of course, you know, I I got a call directly from John Euchert, and he, uh, you know, he he was surprised at me leaving. Um, I was I told him I was like, look, you know, number one, a better opportunity popped up, and number two. You know, me and Don, you know, we just couldn't see eye to eye on on a few on a few things <laughs> and everything. You know, and, and it was just it, it was just better to you know it was just better for me to you know step out because you know, like I said, as you know, Don is Don. I would replace I would replace Don with Troy, and as much as. As a goofball Troy is, I will replace Troy with Don. Don is he's he's just too he sits on his high horse too much. And too much. and, and too when much. you come and when you come to me, you you 
I, if when I come to you, I, it's all respect. Exactly. Nothing but respect. But when you come to me yelling at me like I'm your kid, no. I I, I looked at him through the window. I said, you want to come down and talk? You were saying all that shit on my damn Qualcomm. <laughs> you can come downstairs and talk to me. Man. And he, I've only, I've only had... He's, he's intimidating. He really when, is. When I when I did my orientation, the first day I saw that he was an Alabama fan. Mm-hmm. So I love hats. I love hats. And I came in with a Georgia Bulldog hat. And I said, I bet you can't beat. I bet I said, I bet you can't take my hat off. He said, what do you mean? I said, it's the Bulldogs. You know, we're the best in the SEC. That's how I feel. Now, I don't know about nobody else. But I, I liked, I wanted to get under his skin just that one day because he, he, well, he pissed me off for one because he was very unprofessional when he was cussing the driver out about speeding. And I was, I'm sitting in front of you. I'm like, man, you, you want me to leave? You know, I can leave. You don't have to. I don't have to be here while you talk while you're degrading this other person. So that was my first experience with Don. And I, <laughs> so, two, so two years. So two years in. Uh, two years in with uh, J and R. Schwugel. Would you uh, out through your entire uh, entire experience with J and R. Schwugel? Would you still say that J and R Shrugel is a is is a good company to go to? If you want to stay east of the Mississippi, if you don't mind being in, uh, it's a good company. But if I tell anybody. If they if they want to go to a company as JNR Sugars, I would say I'm gonna tell you five things. These five mm-hmm. things are gonna be very important to you. One is home time. Two is pay. Three, well, three should have been number three should have been one, but your safety. Four and five is all mechanics and all that stuff. But no, I wouldn't tell anybody to go to JNR Shugel because they 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 will bullshit you and then they'll pull the rug under you and tell you it's your fault. Mm. So now I mean I I as for a rookie coming out of school, yeah. But as a veteran coming into JNR Shugel, no. 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 If you I mean, want to get a, to learn a learning experience, they will teach you. You will you will learn. You will. I'll put it like this: You'll learn how you to drive from Minnesota to Pennsylvania, back and forth, back and forth. That so well that you'll know every rest stop, truck stop, uh, travel plaza from there, from Minnesota to Pennsylvania. That was my weekly before I would go home. How do you and, feel about now let me ask you this. How you know like when you came when you came in, I think they just changed over the pay schedule to that P3 shit. 
How how did you feel about that, man? It's a fucking joke. It's a fucking joke. The only part, okay, if you don't have a truck that has an APU that works, so you have to idle your truck. You're not going to get the fuel bonus. Mm-hmm. If you want to get that the mileage bonus, you would have to get on your hands and knees and beg for miles. You would have to say, hey, I need one at least one California run, which is far and in between because they give it to the team drivers. So the P3 <laughs> is it, uh, it's called it's, it's called catfishing people. The P3 is catfishing. <laughs> Tell them again. You're going to get catfished. Tell them again about that P3 <laughs> bullshit. I, when I came in, I mean, I, I forgot what they, I forgot what they had before the P3, which was a hell of a lot better. But as soon as they changed that over, it's like five, it's like five things that. I, the 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 camera the 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 clock uh, it was so much bullshit I ain't even get all five I I got all five of them once one time one one time but I after that it was just the average of of, of the four it was, and it was like four cent um it was like four cent I think it was like five cent altogether mm-hmm. but it was like four cent w- uh, with the other ones. So along with that, uh, along with your thoughts on that P three bullshit, <laughs> it, it is bullshit. You gonna yeah okay? You gonna say okay? We're gonna save fuel. How do you save fuel? Um, I'm not gonna save any fuel going up and down mountains at forty five thousand pounds. Up Cut to show, out. Virginia seventy seven. Painful. Cut it out. You are not going to get that fuel bonus. No, you're not. Twenty and and they and they trust was governed at sixty five. Going up and down them fucking mountains was forty five thousand pounds. You doing twenty five period all day, all day. That motherfucker, that motherfucker, international LT was was strained so fucking hard. It's crazy. And then when you go down on the, in, on, on the incline, you're so fucking happy that you're going that you're going down the grade to get that speed up. But then you got the motherfucking crawl climb going, uh, uh, snitching on your ass. You're going over the speed limit, and guess what happens? You go over the speed limit. Guess who call you? Motherfucking bald ass Don. That's who gonna exactly. call. You. So exactly. Exactly. I, I got I, I got I got the calls all the fucking time. So uh can you tell me why you're speeding? Because can I'm going down the hill, bro. You know what happened I mean, when they I called mean, the me? Truck, the, the truck don't go no faster than sixty five fucking miles an hour on the pedal. So the only way that I'm speeding, bro, is the fact that I am going down a hill. And I'm I'm speeding between 65 and 70. Speed limit is 70, bro. Catfishing. What about what 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 about bro? Tell tell him about the tell, tell tell him about the turnpike, bro. 
Oh, you ain't get no, don't you ain't get no 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 turnpike, no you ain't get no shit. 80, 80 through uh Pennsylvania to Ohio to Indiana. Fuck it, you getting on thirty. You gonna go all through day. all the motherfucking lights in Indiana? I love Indiana all day, they, all day. I, but I, I, but I, tell them, but tell them they use. They use fucking I eighty. I mean, they use uh eighty ninety for them fucking miles though when they calculate the miles. Exactly. Exactly. They they use eighty nine that catfishing. There you go. The catfishing. I, I, they they see, use they use eighty ninety. They use the turnpike for the miles, but yet you can't you 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 have to go all the way around there and you won't get those additional fucking miles. No, you did you don't get them. And, and see, uh, my homegirl Coco, she asked me, she's like, she's like, why your checks so, uh, she's like, your checks ain't, you know, your miles ain't adding up to your miles. I'm just like, well, if I tell you, I might have to kill you. Because <laughs> if I'm coming, I had a load that went from New York, New York. And I couldn't get on 90. I had to take every back road in upstate New York. Now, if you've ever been in upstate New York, you are not going to go over 50 miles per hour going up and down those hills. Nope. You're not going to. Nope. And it took me a whole day to get out of upstate New York. You had to, like, I think, like, a little part of, of a little part of PA. You had you, you could take the turnpike, just just in that little part right just there. Just a little bit. Then you, got, then you got to get off, and I think it was like eighty or something like that. I think it was eighty regular that mm -hmm. you had to go around to get up into New York, but you couldn't get on ninety four because I think ninety four was the turnpike too, and yep. we couldn't take that. Yep. We had we, we couldn't we couldn't take that, so we couldn't Another take ninety four. We had we had to go. We had to go around that. But if you did take the turnpike, though, and you did oh, not, and you did not uh, uh, get quote unquote permission, because you got to have a penny that you got to sign in on a call account with for the, for the turnpike. Right. They will take, they will either do one or two things. They'll make you pay for the turnpike or they won't give you your P3 bonus. I had that happen twice. Oh, don't get on uh, the New Jersey turnpike either. There's a part oh. you can't. I, I think it's uh, exit one to seven. Mm -hmm. But anytime after that, you can, you, you can get on it. But they'll still bitch and complain because you got on the turnpike. And that's that was my main concern because coming from Western Express, they didn't give a shit what you got on as long as the load got there on time. That's they when I care. came from, when I came from uh, U.S. Express. It was the same thing. I burnt, I burned the turnpikes. I was man, listen, I was down in Texas. I was on the, I was on the Texas Turnpike, Oklahoma Turnpike. Uh, I I was. Man, look! I, every chance I got was was the turnpike. Hell, I was on the skyline. I mean, the uh, what was it? The sky was 
What's Chicago? The Sky Bridge. The Sky Bridge over in Chicago going uh 90. Going yeah. over the I I got on that. I got what? I got on that. No problem. But when I get over here to JNR Struggle, you get on that. They will hang you from your tippy toes if you get on the turnpike and not have they a say, PO. They <laughs> say, they say, they say, bro, if you don't have that PO for the turnpike, you're done. You're done. You're, done. you're not even. You, you, they take, they taking your money. They, they'll call you up and hold, hold your, they'll hold your P three bonus hostage, and make you pay. On on average, like about a hundred dollars for the turnpike, and they will make you, they'll hold it hostage for a whole thirty days until they do another P three. Until exactly, so, and I told like like the one I, I I told the one chick I was I I told uh, Haley because she was the she was the uh, she was the uh, fleet manager after Matt left, and she was and she constantly called me like. Well, you know, uh, you you was on the turnpike going up in the Pierre. I was like, I know, because I, I I then I feel like getting off to go around the fucking world and get right back on it. So I I just stayed straight through. Yeah. Uh, well, well, either pay the what was it? Uh, I think it was thirty five dollars or some shit like that. Forty dollars. I don't know. Either pay the forty dollars. Or you know you don't have you don't get your P three now at that time the first one I wanted the P three because I yeah that that was a lot of money <laughs> so yeah I I I I flipped that you know that money but the second one uh, the second one because that one week was garbage you know I you know I pretty much sat I sat for the duration of the fucking week so when she came back and told me something about that the uh, that my turnpike was like $75 or some shit like that. I told her, I said, fuck it. Keep, keep that damn bonus because I'm, I'm not making no money. Exactly. You know, I, I told her to keep the bonus, man. But right. yeah, that, that, that turnpike, the turnpike, man, as soon as I got with the next company and I was in the Facebook group, <laughs> hashtag freedom. <laughs> What was my hashtag? It was, it was, it was hashtag, hashtag open or hashtag freedom or some shit because I kept posting. <laughs> I kept posting every time I get on the turnpike. Hashtag turnpike, hashtag freedom. And everybody in the motherfucking group, like, the fuck is he still doing here? Right. <laughs> When you when when you have restrictions and you can't get on the turnpike, that was you, it. Hashtag unrestricted. That was my hashtag right there. Yeah, unrestricted. It, That's what it, it was. It's it, how can I put it? The company I'm with now, I get on whatever I want to get on. Same here. I ain't never. I. <laughs> The whole Oklahoma Turnpike. I don't know which one it was because I was so happy to get on it. And I got on it and it just rolled. It's like, this is what it looks like. <laughs> I, like I stopped and took a picture I just because I've never been on that Turnpike. <laughs> and I don't take a you lot of pictures. You had to take a picture, bro, for real. I, ha I had to. <laughs> I had to. 
Matt, did, I, I know you. I know you had to take a picture of the uh of the bit. What is it? Big country. I forget what it is. Big country or whatever. They got that big Indian at oh, the yeah. end of the turnpike. The oh, uh yeah. the stop right there. So you said you had to take a picture of that too. I had to. I had to. Hey, no... are you still in? The, are, are you still in? The, are you still in the JNR fucking group? If I am, I, I need to take myself out because I. There ain't nothing there for me no you more. You don't even post it anymore. But this yeah, one I, thing, I, I just stayed in there just to fuck with him. And it's easy to fuck with him. All you gotta do is just say one wrong thing. Oh, you they get they pull their pants up to their goddamn fucking chest and want to beat on their chest and be like, oh, that's not how we do things around here. I don't give a shit. I ain't getting paid exactly. what I'm worth. Now. If you if you have a good driving record, yes, I had a couple loads that were late due to the weather. Maybe a couple of them because I slept in, because I was tired, because I didn't get to go home, because they forgot my home time. Yes, I told them I was going to be late because y'all forgot my home time. What the fuck you forget my home time? Oh, Are that you that serious? that. Yes, I've had a heart attack. I sent a message. I I I would always, my parents are military minded. They would say, "Do things early so you don't have to worry about doing them late." So, when I got off my home time, I would send them a message two weeks in advance to say, "Hey, I'm taking my home time such and such a time, and I need to be in this such such a state." Don't ask no questions. Just do it. That's how I felt. But the day that I needed to be home to go see the doctor, they sent me to fucking Massachusetts. So see, that's what that that's what the problem I had with Haley. She was fucking with she. Not only she was fucking with my money, but she was fucking with my home time. Yeah, like I, I never I don't, like. When Matt was there, I never had no, bro. I never, I, I never had no problems. And this, and again, this is why I keep telling everybody: when you get a fucking report with your fleet manager, your time with the company is gravy. But for whatever reason, that fleet manager leaves, and you got to start screwed. all over. You're, you're screwed. screwed. My best and driver what, manager. And that's for any company. My best driver manager with JNR Shugel was Ron. I feel, I don't know his last name. I know his first name. And he was he he used to work for, you know, when they bought Super Service and all that. Yeah. Other shit. Ron was the fucking best. Ron and Joel were the best driver managers I fucking had at JNR Shugel. The reason why is they asked me when I wanted to go home. They made sure to say, hey, Jeremy, uh, when did you want to go home again? Yeah, you could play it off like they forgot, but they always ask. But my previous driver managers before those two, it's like they just said, fuck it. You just keep driving. No, I want to go home. I'm tired. I've been on the road for four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. I'm going home. 
speaking of speaking of speaking of your time there, what what, what was your company or was your lease? A uh, company. I was a company driver. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, okay. I, I see. Okay. After. After they started that lease, oh, you can lease this for such and such. Like, man, it sounds mm-hmm. good. But mm-hmm. what I've learned is what things what things sound good doesn't mean they're really good for you. And I had I had, uh, <laughs> I think it's man, I, I I came in with a guy named Bruce. I think it was like I want to say two, four, six. I say eight of us came in. I think out of the eight, three was returning. Uh, three was returning, uh, and two was lease drivers. And Bruce showed me the amount of the lease that he was getting. Well, the the cent per mile that he was getting for the lease was that at that time, and this is back. Uh, let me say twenty. Oh my God! I want to say 2017. No, 2016. I, I want to say 16. I, 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 I can't remember off when I came when I came in there, but th- it was 91 cent per mile. That wasn't no money. That that that, that was that, that wasn't no money. That was not no money. I think he was paying. I think he was paying ninety one cent a mile. I mean, he was getting ninety one cent a mile, and I think the truck lease was for like five or six hundred. I know that. I know the truck lease was like low, but at that time it was just leasing. It was it was pretty much renting the truck. That's what they was doing because at at that time. I don't know what it is now, so don't ask. But back then, it wasn't lease option to own. It was it was more of a lease, just borrowing their truck to make ninety one cent a mile. Because when I came in, um, when I came in, I came in at my I came in at about forty five, forty six. I know, I know it was in the high forties because I had to, I had to negotiate with the chick because she was telling, she was telling me that it was like uh, at a different rate, but I negotiated with her because you know I told her that what I was getting from U.S. Express and the type of runner I was, you know, and all that good stuff, you know, I told her I can do about thirty three hundred, uh, thirty three hundred a week, and she was surprised at that. She was like. Is that on a regular basis? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I said the only problem, the only problem was they kept me up in the fucking northeast, and I couldn't, you know, get that. But once I was out of the northeast, my average miles was about thirty three at least. Right. So he, she, she, we, we, she. Okay, no problem. I got you. Soon as I got there. It was over here talking about giving me like 38 cent a mile. And I'm looking at I'm looking at Jonathan like, bro, what's this right here? Oh, that should have started. No. Uh, bro. Uh, that's that's not right. What do, you, what do you mean that's not right? Everybody starts at no. 
That's not right, bro. <laughs> so I had to get on the phone and call her right quick. And she was like, uh, what's what's going on, LaShawn? What's what's going on? I was like, 38 cent? That's not what we agreed on. I, I, I tell you what, I'm about to hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. So she called me back and got it right. But then when she called me back to get it right, I get a I get a call from or Jonathan comes in and and brings me into the office and he goes um we're going to need to put you with a with a with a trainer. What do you mean you're going to have to put me with a trainer? I I got 2 years of experience. What you talking about? You're going to have to put me with a trainer, bro? No, bro. Uh-uh. I'm not I'm not going out with a trainer. Uh, why, why do I need to go out with a trainer for? I know how to fucking drive. Shit, I said, didn't you just see me float them fucking gears on that motherfucking uh, manual that you had me driving all over the fucking city? And you want me to go back out with a trainer, bro, for real? Get out of here. So, you know, they went, I guess him and her went back and forth, whatever, whatever, and, you know, and everything, you know, everything was, was cool. But like I said, man, it, you know, like like you said, it's catfishing. It's you know, you get in. It's it's about again. If you do go to JNR show, just make sure you 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 get a good fleet manager that that y'all two can vibe with. You know what I'm saying? I know it's gonna it's gonna take time, and that's what any company that you're gonna get with that's it's gonna take a little bit of time. You know, because y'all gotta build that rapport with one another. But right. when y'all get it, when y'all get it, then it's cool. Yeah, y'all just yeah. got to make sure y'all keep it. Because right. after that person leaves and <sighs> you got to start all over, that's when the shit is 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 garbage. That's when it's I, garbage. I was going to leave when Ron left, when I found out Ron was leaving. And I couldn't leave because, you know, I wanted, I wanted my two-week vacation because – Coming from where you know I come from, a two week vacation, a two week paid vacation, is lovely. It's exactly. lovely. I mean, I'm I still I stuck I I said you know what I'm gonna stick around I'm gonna do this, and after my two week vacation, I'm just gonna leave the company and say hey you know thank you, um but I'm out, <laughs> and so. John, John called me. John Euchre called me. He was like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, I'm "Like, yeah, man. I, I'm done. I'm done. There's, no, there's nothing else." I used to call him the Paul Bear because every time when my when my homeboy left, John Euchre called him. When when uh, the, the, the there was a girl that was she went through the orientation. She had six years of driving, and she did. She she did one week, and said, "I can't do this." John, you could call her and said, "You sure you want to quit?" I'm like, "God damn, they really need truckers. They, they really do. Need, they they really need I, people to put in them trucks." Bro, when I, I I when I literally put them motherfuckers on the map, bro. When I put them on the map, they made me the fucking ambassador of that bitch, yo. I put it like this. <laughs> after I after I started there, I would they would always put this little thing out like, oh, we got these new group of people in there. 
And see, Ellenwood, Georgia, they got a terminal in Ellenwood, Georgia. I, mm-hmm. It's an experience. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into one of those guys. I said, I said, oh man, I see you. Uh, you started? He said, yeah, man, this is my first week. I said, so uh, how'd you find out about this company? He said, oh, I, a guy on YouTube. I was like, black dude, wear a lot of hats. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He said, does he still work here? I said, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had one of I had one of my guys I, I had one of the uh I had one of my guys uh reach out to me and yeah. they says uh they they said uh man uh I went up to uh the new arm terminal uh to do orientation and they you know they they asked me how did you know how we how they found out about the company and this that and the third and and he told him he was like, "Yeah, it was. It's this dude lockout men on uh on YouTube. You know, he, he did a lot of videos about you guys and all like that." He said Don got mad at the dude. <laughs> he was like, "Don't mention that guy's name no more." I was like, "I was like, hold on." It, I said, "I said it's like that, bro." He was like, "Yeah." He said, "He said Don do not like you at all." I said, I said, God damn it, man. I mean, I, I don't have a problem. I, I never, I, I don't have a problem with Don, you know, on an offset, but I am going to, I am going to give you my opinion. I am going to give you my experience, you know, I mean, you know, I, I, you know, me and Don at the, at the last, at the last part of my, at the last part of my days there, the things, I mean, the thing between me and Don kind of, you know, went downhill. I mean, it went, it, it, it started, the slide started to go down when I had that problem with fucking Boar's head. And, and when. That's a nightmare. Uh, Boar's head is a nightmare. Oh my, oh my God. I got, uh, it, it, so. You guys already know the story. I, I think I've told it plenty of times. You know, the make a long story short, the temperature wasn't right. Boris head took the trailer. You know, they you know they did whatever they did. Uh, that was that Friday. I went home Friday. Uh, Matt called me. Matt called me Friday to let me know that you know Boris, you know about the temperature thing and all like that. And then Monday morning, uh, Matt calls me for a load, but uh, he called me again and told me uh, that I had to bring the truck in because Don was terminating me. And I was like, terminating me for, you know, for what? I said, for what? Because of the boar's head? I mean, because of the temperature thing? I mean, you, I, I mean, you know, it was, it was a mistake. You know, unfortunately, I didn't catch it. Like I said, I saw, you know, temperature was right before I got, you know, when I did my pre-trip, temperature was right and everything. But when I went into the, when I went in there, to, um, I said, the only thing that it could have happened is when I went into fuel. All right. Unfortunately, I didn't eyeball it because I already did my pre-trip for that morning. 
So yeah. obviously somebody came on somebody came on the side, fuck with it or whatever, whatever. You know, motherfuckers do that crazy shit in the fuel island. So uh when I uh when when he told me that, I was like, huh. Oh, well, oh okay. Nope. Oh, okay, you know. I said I got my I got my CDLs. I'm I'm cool. Whatever. Told my son, you know, packed up the truck, you know, cleaned it out and all like that. You know, had my son follow me to follow me to Columbus. But while on my way to Columbus, that's and I have to shout out to everybody that that, you know, again, shout out to everybody that that uh, that worked into getting me, you know, keeping me on. Because when I left the house, I was terminated. By the time I got to the terminal, I was still on the payroll. <laughs> so shout out, shout out to John Euchre. Shout out to uh to the young lady uh to Katie. Shout out to, you know, definitely Matt. You know, definitely Matt. And um the the girl in payroll has something to do with it. And Judy. um was it Judy? Yeah, Judy had something to do with it. And um and uh the chick in uh in in HR, I forgot her name. Um I just talked was, to her this just a couple of weeks ago too. I forgot her name. It was a but, very uh, big deal. It was a very big deal. I I know because I I I heard I, I I'll tell you what I heard in a minute. So after after all of that, I get finally get back to the terminal, and that's when I, I got on the phone with with Don and Don was like, well, against my best, um, be, he said against his best something, you know, um, we're going to keep you on, you know, but this time we're going to, you know, keep you on probation, you know, uh, I think it was like 30 day probation or 90, 90 day probation or something like that. And I was like, cool. You know, I was like, cool. But when I, but what Don told me, there was a freight claim for X amount of dollars because Boar's Head didn't keep the product. But John told me that there wasn't no freight claim because John was like, he said, wait, what? I said, yeah, that's what he was terminating me for because of the freight claim. You know, it was X amount of dollars and Boris head didn't keep the didn't keep the trailer. He was like, no, Boris head kept the trailer. They kept the product. They they was able to save the product. That's not what I was told. I, I was told that, you know, so I was like, okay. So I already felt some kind of way with with Don anyway after he told me that. But I, you know, I appreciate everybody else that came and, you know, you know, help, you know, help me keep my job or whatever. Yeah. But man. <laughs> they sent out the they sent out the Qualcomm message to you guys quick. Really? <laughs> Real quick, and made a weekly a week a weekly announcement 
please check your temperatures. Please check your temperatures. I'm just like, why? Why? But we'll see. That, my first experience even, about they checking even your say my name. They ain't even said my name. They they told you they told you guys that oh it was a driver that uh that that had that did something with the temperature. He he was not he didn't check his temperature or some shit like that. I don't know. Right. But it said it was a driver that didn't take his temperature and you know cost a lot of cost the company a lot of money. I was like, yeah, that that was me. <laughs> Say the name. <laughs> but one thing I do know when I was working at JR Shoe, there was a guy that came around and I guess he didn't know I was in my truck. Mm-hmm. And I had a freezer load and it was running on continuous. And you hear that thermal king when it cut off. When it cut off, it's just like complete dead silence. I don't care if your truck running or not. And you'll so wake up. My, I was asleep. I, I poked my head out and said, somebody fucking with my shit. Right. I pulled the curtain back, rolled down the window, and said, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's, "Oh man, it was a it was a guy that used to work for Jane. I don't know how long he worked for Jane O'Shea, but I remember seeing him at the at the um the yard in Toma. But this mm-hmm. is when I first started, and that's when I found out that people will fuck with your shit just because of the fucking company. They, it doesn't matter what you do." It is it's they will fuck with the company. And I'm just like, don't fuck with my shit. I'm I'm pretty much damn near new to this reefer stuff. So yeah. I I was checking my I tried to check my stuff, but sometimes you try to figure out why the fuck people fuck with your shit, man. Just because they want to fuck with the company. I don't get you know, just, fuck with the company. You know, don't not, fuck with me. Not 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 just that, man. People just People just fuck with the shit just to be fucking with it. Damn, they go a restaurant express right there. <laughs> Run! Yeah, it's a restaurant express leaving out the casino parking lot right now, bro. Oh, which but, one uh, you at? Yeah, I'm over here at uh, I'm over here at the Hollywood Casino in Columbus. Ooh. Oh, yeah, this this my spot though. I that come I, that motherfucking pilot over there. That the motherfucking pilot over at uh over in Columbus. Don't go there. Don't, Don't go, go there. there. It's a waste. I learned from you. I learned from you that casinos have truck parking. And if you was if you smart, you would go park at that, that truck casino and go in there and, and get that little free car to play. Exactly. If you, if you got a 36 hour oh, Man, see, I, I'm I'm from the era where, hey, can I get it to go plate? <laughs> can I get it to go plate? I got a microwave in the refrigerator and a refrigerator in my truck. So come on, let me get a couple to go plates. He's like, sure, just give me five dollars. I was like, all right, cool, bet. So the casino, the casino, nine ninety nine, all you can fill up the box for, right up, right, exactly. right over here. And they don't nine, wait. Nine, not nope. Nine, nine, you pack that motherfucker up 
as long as you could close the box, nine ninety nine. Because I was, no, oh. I was trying to walk out, I tried to walk out of there with the motherfucking box open and shit, and and the chick was like, "No, nah, you got to close it." And I was like, "Yeah, but I can't, I can't close it." She was like, "Well, you got to go and put some of that stuff back." Yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, so I I flattened that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I, hey, I got a, I got a better one. I was in, I was going through California. Right before I got out of California, you know, they got the little casino on uh, 10. Right. I forgot right. the name of it. The old school cat said, here, I'm going to give you these rubber bands. Wrap the rubber band around your your container, and you, there you go. I had enough food to last me in two days. Man. I, old school cats I, know. They know. That's they why know. I was saying when I was doing, like I said, when I when when I start when I started, you know, like in the beginning of my of my YouTube, you yeah. know, when I got into trucking, yeah, that's what I was doing. I, I was doing the the casino tours, you know what I'm saying, and and letting people know, like, yo, check out the tr- it's tr- parking right here, truck parking right here, and that's when I started saying to myself, like, fuck, let me, you know, I downloaded uh I downloaded the poker app. Uh, I downloaded the poker app because every time I would find a casino or, you know, if I come around a casino and find out if they have a poker room, I will also find out if they have truck parking. So yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's Uh, one, that's one of the keys. If, if, if you're in an area that does have a casino and they got truck parking, take your ass there. Go Choctaw. I think it's called Choctaw. Oh my God. Uh, That's my shit over there. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, right there on 69. Yeah, right there on 69. They got two. They got two of them. It's one in the back, and one <laughs> and, 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 uh, and uh, little and the little fuel stop. It's a gas yep. station across the street. Yep. You so, can't yeah, go that, wrong. That's my shit. That's my shit right there. I I used to do that uh, that cheese run from New Orleans to Texas, mm-hmm. or the craft run. I'll take it every time. Every I, time. I told, that's I, I told I told John Euchre, I was like, yo, I want that. Cause I I went down every time I go there, I either go to Chata or uh Windstar. Yeah. All the and, time. All and the I time. Pat, and I passed up the the little casino in in uh Mississippi come when I had to drop this load off down here in Georgia. Oh man, what's the name of that? It's on 22. Shit, as many casinos I've been to, man, I fucking forgot. You guys on 22? I don't know what it was, but it's like, I got to admit, though. I got to admit, though. I did have, I mean, you know, you know, considering all the, all the, all the bullshit that was happening, you know, at JNR Struggle. I really did have a good time there, though, man. I had a fucking ball. I had you know a fucking ball. I mean, I, I really did have a good time there. I mean, you know, despite despite everything that went on, I mean, with JNR Shrugal, man, I, I mean, with with Matt, I, I had my mouths. I was making money. I was I, I was going home. But then again, like I said, with, uh, with, with Haley coming on and then that, 
then that boar's head debacle and all like that. And then the last, uh, the last bit between me and Don, you know, the fun and excitement just kind of went out of the window. And then when I got with the other, yeah. And then when I got with the other company, uh, with the new company and I kept fucking with the people in the, uh, in the Facebook group, it was crazy. <laughs> How? Hey, let me ask you this, man. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you this, and I know this. You know, and hey, I appreciate you being on, man. We, 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 we going back on. We, we going back on some memories with just Jay and our Swooga. It's supposed to be life before Dragon, but you know, when, you know, when we, when I get a guest on, and and we, and we have a good time talking about, you know, a company where we was at, man. It's, it's, it is what it is. How, yeah. how, um, you, okay, so. Uh, between uh, J&R Swoogle, the current company, and uh, and uh, Western Express, have you ever been pulled over by DOT? And if so, how many times have you been pulled over by DOT? Twice. One. Throughout the whole four years? Yes. And it's both of them, both of them were with J&R Swoogle. <laughs> But, but this is this is one thing that I would love to tell everybody. Hey, pre-trip, post-trip saves lives. That's what's up. That's what's Bro, up. I, I agree. Yeah, your your pre-trip and your post-trip will save you a a whole lot of headache. A whole lot of headache. I left. I left Texas. I left Dallas, Texas, on my way to drop off in mm -hmm. Georgia. Mm -hmm. I pull over, and here come the Mississippi DOT. Mississippi now. Mississippi, <laughs> he said, well, it says the guy, who's was a brother. He pulled up and said, can I give you an inspection? I said, yeah. Go right ahead. I, you know, this, this is my second one. I want to see what you guys if you guys can find something on my truck and trailer. He says, I'm going to do a whole thing. I said, go right ahead. And I passed. And when I sent that in, because you're supposed to send it into the company. Right. Did they give, did they give you any, did they give you anything for, uh, for that? I got uh when I was with the other company, man, uh before I mean when I was with the other company, I got a hundred dollars every time I pass. And I, I think I got I think I got pulled over twice in Ohio. <laughs> Motherfucking DOT. Uh, it was well the first the first time it was it was a true it was a trooper the first time. And then the second time is actually when I went through the way station coming in, uh, coming in off 70. But the motherfucking trooper, I'm over here like, you know, driving, bumping and all like that. I just happened to look on the side in the mirror like, dude over here like. Pull over. <laughs> I, said, I said, I be down. I, I I said it, it it was during the day, so the lights wasn't on. So I knew it wasn't right. the lights. The lights wasn't on during the day. So I get over. I I uh I pull over into the uh. Actually, it wasn't uh it wasn't it wasn't the way state. It was the um uh 
the the rest stop, you know, pull over, pull up in the rest stop, another another trooper or the white the the white vehicle come up. It was a trooper and a white vehicle. This dude comes out with with everything. I mean, he came out with the flashlight, came out with the with the with the with the flat flatbed roller to <laughs> roll up under the tray. I mean, he I mean he went he went all over the thing. He did my he did my e laws and 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 my 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 uh license. All like that, man. The the window washing, the 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 windshield wipers, the blinkers, all of it. And the only thing that only thing that was missing is the only thing that was missing me doing a motherfucking inspection on me. That's that's what was missing. That was and but everything passed. You know, everything passed. I uh. You know, I called, you know, sent it into the company and all like that. And they gave me a hundred bones. So I was like, then the, then the, like I said, the second time, or like I said, or the first, but the other time was when I was coming up in, um, I was coming back from Indiana, uh, coming up 70. And that little way station was open. And of course, my, my, uh, beeper didn't go off. I don't think the beep. I don't think the beeper ever goes off right there. It don't. Uh, yeah, I come to think did. about it. Come to think about it, this shit don't even go off when I go when I go past there. But you know, when I go past there now, they're closed. But you know, they was open. Roll right up in there. Uh, go around. You know, bring in the paperwork. And I think this one was just a driver check or some shit like that because all they did was was just check my license, DLT, and um, and the e laws, and that was it. And I think I got I think I got a hundred bones from that one too. So so yeah. And uh, with JNR Swoogle, I think I got I think I got pulled over once by JNR Swoogle. I mean with JNR Swoogle, I forgot where I was at. And then I got pulled over twice when I was with U.S. Express. One of the times was in PA when the motherfucking driver tech went out. But that's like during my rookie season. The motherfucking driver tech went out. And I pulled over to the side trying to get the motherfucker to work. Motherfucker come walking up on the window like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> 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 He's like, you ain't never like, heard of knocking. <laughs> no, and I was like, um, I was like, I I says, uh, well, I said I pulled over to the side because I'm trying to get my I'm trying to restart my driver tech. Well, um, you know, the the lights is flashing for you to come into the uh into the rest area for the you know for the for the way station. I was like, yeah, I I I know I I wanted to get my driver tech working. So that I could come up in there, nah, I had to. I had to go down there. Uh, you know, he gave me. Well, he ain't give me a ticket, but he written up on the, you know, on the on the inspection sheet that, you know, the driver tech was out, and I pulled over to the side of the road, and I wasn't supposed to be there or some shit like that. So. So yeah, man. I I say maybe four. Yeah, about one, two, three. Yeah, about four times for me and my my entire 
in my entire uh, driving career. So, right. yeah, yeah. I'll probably get some more later on down the road. But there's <laughs> some more later on down the road, I, man. I sure will because you, you never know. You never know what's gonna happen. But if you prepare yourself for it, you're at least one step ahead. But when I was with JNR Shugo, I passed twice and didn't get not a thank you. But the CSA score was still going through the roof. Yeah, so. they did. Yeah, when you think of when you think of JNR Shugo now, I mean, like when I first started there, I don't think they, I don't think they CSA score was as bad. But I think after they brought out uh, Super Service, I think that's when they CSA. Yeah, I think that's when they CSA stores started going up because I know the one guy, um, I know the one driver. Uh, crashed into a crashed into a car or some shit like that, and then uh, and then a couple other drivers start getting into some mishaps, which started elevating their uh, CSA scores. Man, and that shit was crazy. Do you feel that? Um, do you feel that working at uh, J uh, and R Swigo at the time? Do you do you feel with everything that happened to you? Do you feel that that was like a failure? Uh, that was one of your failures in trucking? No. No. I think that was more of a learning experience. A learning experience, yeah. A straight learning experience because everything that I've learned from my training days to where I'm at right now is all, everything's been a learning experience, good or bad. It's always been a learning experience because Thank you. I'm thankful to have I'm you guys as platforms as truck drivers that have shows on either YouTube, Facebook, all those platforms, social media platforms, because I learned from every single one of those truckers and listen to some of the truckers that, you know, because I ask questions. And the first question I ask my cousin is, what is the hardest part in trucking for you? He said, for me, it was backing. So I had I said I learned from that. I said, okay, if if he couldn't back and he and now he's been driving for 18 years, backing's easy. So, so yeah, what is Jane it? So now that you put in four years, what would answer the question? What what is the hardest part for you? In trucking? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Being broke down. When you break down and you in the work, listen, I love my peoples. But when they put you in, in Bates Motel, when you afraid to take your shoes off and the carpet going to get your, your, your socks dirty, yeah, that's the worst part of trucking is you gonna be you ain't going to get put in no, no nice hotel. That's that's number I one. Think, I, I, <laughs> I think the hardest I think the hardest part for me um, and I'm, I'm going back to the beginning. I, I think I think the hardest part for me was um was backing, you know, yeah. but it gets, yeah. it gets easier. It gets easier with time. 
I mean, we still, you know, we still have challenges with backing, especially if you're in a tight spot. Make sure you pull your tandems all the way to the back. It is easy. It makes it a lot easy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because you don't have that whole that whole trailer sway when you, when it's all the way to the back. You could just you could just roll the entire road right 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 to that. <laughs> but uh, I, I say another. I, I say another. I, I say like another hardest part about being a truck driver is is um. Mm. Excuse me. Um, I got one. I got it's, one. It's 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 a miss. It's it's a mixture. Like you know, if you don't get your home time, and that's it. And, you know, if you don't get your home time, you know that that could that could be the hardest part on you too, because you need to get out of this truck, though, right? You know, <laughs> yes. you need to get out of the truck because it's let me ask you, right? Let me ask you this: Do you think? Do you think do you think trucking caused depression or or you can or uh does uh driving does driving this truck uh that drive driving the trucks will put you in a depressive state? Yes. If if you do not exit I mean, yeah, I'm all for keeping that left door closed and and riding out. I'm all for that. But there is a point in time that you have to get out of that truck to free your mind. Because when you just keep running that rat race, picking up loads, dropping off loads, picking up loads, dropping off loads, it starts to take a toll on your mind. And once your mind's gone, the rest will go. The rest will just fall apart. So, yes, I do believe if you don't take a reset, or go on your home time, depression will set in. And once depression sets in, a lot of other things will fall in in place that don't need to be there. So, yeah, depression will, will definitely whew, get out that truck if you can. Get so out of between, that truck. So between now, you know, you, you did majority of your time was with J&R Schwugel. And then you only put in six months with uh six months with uh uh Western, Western. Express. And then yeah. whatever time that you got in with your with your current company, how long you been with your current company? God damn. Do I do yeah, I have wow. to do I have to do I have to kick in the do I have to kick in the, the timer for you, bro? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Nah, man. I've, I've been with this I've been with this company for uh eight months, eight, nine months. Oh, okay. How many how many miles how how many miles you think you put in all together in your four years? Do you do you know? Mm, nah. I, I if I if I have my GPS, I, I can pull it up because I I don't never clear my miles out. I I clear the B mile side out, but I never clear the A side out. But I know from March of last year to to now, I'm at a hundred and twenty five thousand miles. Hold on, you say you get wait 
what kind of GPS you got? Because I got a Ram and Nelly from day one that I never that I never mess with as far as community of miles. What do you got? Garmin. Oh, you got oh okay. That's probably yeah. I, I I'll probably go back home and see if I can rally that up somewhere. But so the Garmin to keep the miles? Garmin keeps the A side and the B side. Um, the, okay. the B side is 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 one that I always reset when I go home, just so I can see how many miles I do in my three three and a half weeks, four weeks. And the A side, I don't touch. Okay. But um, w- when I first started with J and R Shugel, when I had my white truck, and that white truck, done we done. I done beat her up and put her in the <laughs> shop. You know, that truck got me 175,000 miles with JNR Okay. That was my first okay. year. And the second year kind of took a little downhill, but right. the company that I'm with now, they, they, they let you, I call it stretching your legs. You know how runners will stretch their legs, you know, when they start sprinting, they, they their, their stride gets a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But this company, they're letting me stretch my legs, and that's what I like to do. I don't like to do – there's nothing wrong with short runs, nothing wrong with it. I've done it, and I'll do it if they ever give me a chance. But when you get a 1,500-mile 15, 15, run, Stretch your legs. That's what I like. So, all right, that's what's up. That's what's up, everybody. I do appreciate you guys being in here. We just having a good conversation right now, but we are about to get on up out of here because yeah. brother man do got in the morning. But hey, big Willie J, man, I really do appreciate you uh, coming in here, reminisce, oh. man, because this this all it was. It is. Yeah. I'll reminisce about this. Hey, but when you left J and R Schwugel, yeah. uh, did you by chance what did did you by chance be uh, did you by chance pull your DAC report, man? No. Cause there's nothing on my DAC report. It I wish I I, wait, I wish I did. The DAC well besides I mean, you the still, you, you can still you can still pull your DAC report, bro. Um, I can even if I left yeah, the company, go to high, even if you left the company, you can still pull your DAC report. Go to um and do this. Do, uh, I I do I, I do it now religiously because you mm-hmm. can pull your DAC report uh every year. You know, within a in within the twelve month period, you can pull your DAC report for free. But if you pull your DAC report again within a twelve month period, it's only ten dollars. But right. bro, pull your DAC report. And make sure that um, that J and R Schwugel or you uh, or Western. Express, I heard about it's been, that. It's been a while for Western Express, but definitely J and R Schwugel. Make sure they ain't put nothing on your DAC report, bro. I, I heard uh, about that. I just never, I just never really thought it would be such of a thing. But I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Yeah, I'm go to hire tomorrow. Right. Yeah, go to higherright.com. Uh when you go to higherright.com, click on uh click on uh 
uh, DAC report or report for truck drivers or something like that and uh, fill out the information. And once you once you uh, send it in, it will be about a week and you'll get an email with uh, you'll get an email with your with your DAC report, bro. Pull that shit. Don't um, don't you know, like I said, I, you know, if I would have known about it with uh, U.S. Express, I would have known all that bullshit that U.S. Express put on my uh, DAC report. But still uh, pull that shit every year. You know, even when you leave a company and all like that, because like, let's say if you get into some scrapes or bumps or or anything like that. And let's just say that you call up safety and say, oh, well, you know, hey, you know, I scraped the I, I scraped the trailer in the yard and oh, OK, no problem. Yada, 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 yada. But then when you leave the company, when you leave the company, you got a market put it on the deck. Exactly. Oh, exactly. that's dirty. That is dirty. Yeah, yeah that is. Oh, well, man. well, I mean, think of it this way, though. They they're not gonna they're not gonna put it on the they're not gonna put it on there while you still work for them, you know, because that'll mess up their CSA score. You know what I'm saying? So of course they ain't gonna they they ain't gonna put it on it. Yeah, everything's good. Man, when, like that. When, when, you gonna, when you gonna start a class, man? When you gonna start uh, a, uh, a trucking class? Already, man? already. Got a, I already got a video on it. I, I just did. Somebody asked me, uh uh somebody asked me the question, uh uh can you can you can you get things removed from your DAC report? And I, I did a video saying that you can't you yourself can't get nothing removed. The only the only people that can remove shit off your DAC report is if you go to court, if you take it to court. And then if you if it's in your favor, then the court have forced them to take that shit off your DAC report. But if you don't go to court, only the company that put the shit on there is the company that could take it off. Wow. But but if you got if you see some issues on there and you dispute it through higher right, then higher right will send, you know, send a request to the company. And if the company don't respond back to them within 30 days, then higher right will take it off of that. So, but yeah, learn bro, some, check, check, check your DAC day. report. Check your DAC report, man, every year. Just like you, you, you check your credit report, right? You want to yeah. make sure you got that. You want to make sure you got that 600. That's me, 600. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. You want to make, sure, make sure you got that 600 credit report. You, you pull that shit. Every time I fill out an application, every time I um every time I fill out an application or when I use my credit card, I get a ding says, yo, your credit report changed. I was like, okay, I already know. But uh, but your DAC report, yeah, bro. Yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely pull that, man. But uh Big Willie J, I know we gotta, I know well, you broke down, so ain't no telling how much longer you're gonna be you're gonna be down. But I do got a load that I gotta drop off in the morning, but I do appreciate you being on here with me, man. So definitely uh definitely come back. Uh I know we didn't mention I know we didn't mention your current company's name, but um but uh, you know, maybe you'll, when you come back to give us an update on what's you know what's went on over there, if 
You know, if anything, I gotta, I gotta get through you know, the like catfish that. first. To, I gotta get through the curtain. You you see. The yeah, I gotta get through that first. <laughs> Once I do, I will definitely hit you up because it's a company that you did. Uh, okay, okay, okay. See what you see. See, here's the man. Oh no, I gotta give you. Oh no, I gotta give you the bomb drop because I, when I started doing the make the call videos, at first, like you know, like with YouTube, I did it as a hobby, and same thing with uh, the make the call videos. I really didn't think it was going to take off the way it did, man. Because, like I said, I I was just kind of doing it for myself because nobody, you know, nobody was doing that when I was when when I got hired on with us express. So yeah, it sort of took off, uh, took off and made a life of his own, man. So I appreciate, I appreciate not only you, but everybody else that, 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 uh, that think that's a value to him, man. So thank oh, yeah. you. Yo, you're welcome. You're welcome. I thank you for putting it out there. Cause if you, if you didn't put out the content that you put out, I would have never, I would have never ran into JNR Shugu. I would have never ran into the company I'm with now. I would have never put my homeboy on a company that that you you know, you know. I I didn't help him. I said, "Hey, check this guy out. He know about the company. I don't know nothing about it." So <laughs> it is yeah, what it is. Again, y'all, I was uh, I was the ambassador, you know, and I and like I tell people now, you know, I you know I. You know, and this is all from experience because, you know, I tell people now, like, yo, if you're not paying me, you know, and not just from referrals, you you can keep the referrals. Y'all got y'all have a uh, have a, a, a what do you call it? A ad um, a ad budget. Uh, uh, um, a ad, I'm, I'm going to say an ad budget. I yeah. want that. I yeah. don't want I don't want the referral because I have a I I have a platform and if I say yo JNR Swoogle, JNR Swoogle, JNR Swoogle, then people's gonna listen and they're gonna come. I mean, yeah. you know, give me you know, give me that, give me the referral too, but I wanna get paid for promoting you guys. And see what a lot of people didn't realize, I was getting paid to promote them guys. You know what I'm saying? But see now. I, I I don't promote the companies where I'm where I'm at sorely because I'm not getting paid. You know, if they come to me and say, "Yo, lockout, uh, we 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 want you to promote such and such and such and such," oh, okay, well, we'll be looking at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll we'll be looking at. Well, no, we we got we well you you can get the referral bonus. Yeah, yeah, that that that's cool. That's what you just said, keyword bonus. So, what what I'm going to get every week, though? Exactly. Uh, well, maybe no, 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 no. My my cent per mile is separate. My referral bonus is separate. What I'm going to do to, to promote you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if you can right. give, if you can give outside companies. Like uh, like CDL Life and and CDLJobs.com that use my damn likeness in one of the uh, in one of their promotions. I'm still really? looking for a paycheck, Narshugal. 
Oh, yeah. Check out that video. Still looking for a paycheck, J&R Shrugel. Unless they took it down. Still looking for a paycheck, though. But um, they got the money to to advertise, advertise budget. Thank you. Yeah. Um, they got the money to advertise. Why not give some of that money to the drivers that can actually advertise for you? You know, especially drivers that got that got YouTube channels because everybody in a fucking mama prime has a YouTube channel prime. Yeah. You should them. prime. Yes. I'm just saying, you know, everybody wanted, everybody want to come on and say, Hey, I'm with prime. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just messing with you prime. But still, though, if if, if you uh, got if you got drivers, if you got drivers that got YouTube channels or or you know Facebook or like an influencer or something like that, shit, pay them pay them a little bit of that uh advertising budget. I'm just saying. I'm just Jane saying. Jane R. Shugel should have changed their name to the Lockout Man Shugel because. When 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 you start seeing brothers and sisters coming to Minnesota, there's a lot of black folk in Minnesota. Don't get me wrong, but when they go to New Orleans, Minnesota, yeah, they only came because they saw another man of color or or whoever put their name out there. They said, "Oh shit, we're gonna try them out." And I'm and and, and again, like I. I, again, like I said, I mean, you know, when I when I when I did the video, I mean, when you when you either either when you type in either when you type in J, you know, JNR Schwugel or hold on, JNR. We, we, we about to get off in a minute, y'all. Hold on. Even when you type in like JNR Schwugel, you know, my shit, my my shit still comes up. You know what I'm saying? My my shit still comes up when 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 you type in JNR Shrugel. Yeah, we're talking about JNR Shrugel. <laughs> JNR Shrugel, you know what I'm saying? So my shit still come up. Like still. So I mean, it 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 is what it is, you know? That's I mean crazy. I, and, and again, I still get I, I still get emails, I still get uh DMs. Of people asking me all the time. I just, I just recently got a, uh, got a messenger over here talking about well, you know, I'm thinking about going up to JNR Shrugel and do you think their uh, leasing is is worth it? And I and I tell people all the time, like, yo, bro, I'm not with JNR Shrugel no more. I guess y'all, you know, y'all see the old stuff, but you might want to see the new stuff too. You know, don't just subscribe to just one video. That's what I'm saying. Hook the brother up. <laughs> it's funny though, but you know, I hey, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to give my my whole story on 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 life before trucking. Man, it's it's no if, doubt. If no you doubt. Had, if you had to choose from burying people or driving a truck. I, I'm going with driving the truck. I'm going with driving the truck. 
I'd rather start. I'd rather help give to people than put their, you know, their family in the in the ground. You know, that's, you know, that that's a blessing to me is to bless everybody else. So that's my that was my true calling is to be a trucker. That's all I say. Well, bro, man, make sure you stay safe out here, man. You know, definitely stay focused. You know, I like that. You know, I wish you well with the with the current company where you at. You know, hopefully that might be the might be the it. But you know, you know how it is in trucking. You know, we we, we could say that we we could say that we want to retire from the from the one spot and then never never materialize. So, but uh, I'm always but gonna keep my options open. Oh yeah, much success to you, man. And I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you very much. Serious, sir. All right, man. Well, you go ahead and um, get you some sleep with one eye open at the base motel, and I'm about to go ahead and end the show, man. All right. All right. All right. I'll be back at you in a minute. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. Thank you for coming along with this epic epic two hour and 30 minute episode of the lockout man podcast show with my guy big willie J. you know we uh man we we just had so much fun just talking about uh good times at J and R struggle good times good times <laughs> but anyway i want to thank you guys for being here if you like content like this and more don't forget to like subscribe comment share hit that bell and that all button and make sure when you leave up out of here hit that like i understand i see it's only six you guys in here so make sure it sits lights up in this piece you know what i'm saying i want to thank you guys for being here and i will come back at you guys with another one peace Now downshift.